the thing about pet peeves. You all know now, by now, hopefully, if you've listened to the first two episodes, that I I really do. I have a dog, and his name is Peeves. That's not true. Um, and also... Pet peeves. <laughs> um, my computer's at low battery. That's probably fine. You know what else annoys me other than my computer being at low battery? It's, 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 it's the grammar police. But before we start on that topic... I would just like to mention the fact that we are joined by actor Nelson Franklin. Nelson, introduce yourself. Hello, I'm Nelson. Thank you so much for having me. Hi, Nelson. Hey, Miles. Great to be here. Great to see both of you. Uh, um, just tell me about like some of the, the – you are an actor, actually. That's right. Tell me about some of the roles that you've had. And Okay. I guess uh, I played a character called Robbie on New Girl for a few years there. And uh, I was also briefly on The Office. I played the uh, IT guy named Nick. Nobody can remember my name. And then recently, I, uh, we finished. I was on Veep for a few years as well, uh, playing Will, the assistant to a very bad man who's a congressman. Epic. Um, people in our class seem to really like The Office, so oh, yeah. I, I don't know. They, they'll probably recognize you. Well. <laughs> They, they really, really do. I Look, I, with good reason. It's a great show. I can't believe what a big resurgence it's having now so and many years after. Our teacher, also. Hi, Miss Gavin. Hi, Miss Gavin. Our teacher really, really likes it. That, great. Miss Gavin has great taste. All right, so let's get into the first topic about the grammar police. I'm just going to shut down your little Please, I'm, I'm talking too much. Yeah. Feel free at any time to shut me down. So the grammar police you know like let's just say you know like you're sliding into somebody's twitter dms you know the best dms to slide into you know <laughs> i'm i'm asking you know at the real donald trump you mm-hmm. know if he can give me a shout out on cnn uh i mean the trump news network right sure. you Upcoming, know yeah. and i say hello mr trump and then i type you are for your or your you know but then, it's you are. Then he, he the re, at the real Donald Trump, uh, writes back, "You're" with an apostrophe re. I'm obviously trying to abbreviate the word, but he still somehow corrects that grammar. Nelson, what is your opinion on grammar police? Uh, yeah, I think the situation you're describing is psychotic. I, I would never, I would never do that to somebody. Uh, I am a grammar police when it comes to, like, if you were writing a paper or something, something more official or a letter to somebody, I would say, yeah, make sure you're grammar. But a text message or a DM or whatever, that's, like, that's all shorthand. You know? Exactly. Miles, what is your opinion on this? I'm just – you've gotten, like, official letters and, like, that, that have bad grammar in them? No, no, no. I'm saying that's when I would be a grammar police about stuff like that. But I wouldn't be grammar police about uh, texting or DM. That's that's what we're talking about. Okay, sure, sure. So yeah, so then yeah. As far as this conversation goes, yeah, that's a crazy thing, and I am annoyed by that. It's annoying. That's a pet peeve for sure. That's all right. What about wait, when wait, wait, wait. you you would call that a peeve? Oh yeah, a, a peeve. Oh, pet big peeve. big peeve, a big pp right there. <laughs> okay, so Nelson, before the show started, you were talking about two things about being a glasses wearer yourself. Right now. Do you want to talk about those two things? Sure. There's been a couple of things in, like, 21st century society that have been tough for glasses people, which is, first of all, going to the movies and wearing 3D glasses, 
that's a real pain. How are you supposed to put those over your regular glasses? And I, and I would like to say that I believe whoever invented, whatever scientist invented 3D glasses must wear regular glasses himself. And he has screwed himself over in the whole glasses-wearing community. And I then love secondly, how you use, I love how you managed to use a stereotype about scientists. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. I, so when Avatar 2 comes out, yeah. uh, so do you plan to see that in theaters? Sure. And I've gone to see 3D movies before, but I like have to put on contact lenses before I leave my house to, to like, wear the stupid plastic ones they give you at don't the movie. They have, don't they have ones that like go over your... Uh, your glasses like yeah, don't they maybe, have special ones they have ones that are they claim they go over glasses but maybe if you're like a like a 1920s like jeweler and you had those tiny little spectacles on the end of your nose maybe it'll go over those but i, I wear personally big just wear dual monocles yeah. um, <laughs> that's a good look yeah. two yes. chains coming off your face um okay and then the other one you were talking about is how masks fog them up absolutely i mean right. i'm personally not a glasses wearer mm -hmm. but i have worn them when i've gone onto planes uh and yeah. such modes of transportation so cooties 19 couldn't come in through my eyes I, sure. uh, I can see that i can see the fog just coming up right there yeah, it's <laughs> happening right now yeah. yeah i mean look uh i'm a mask wearer we as we all are and uh you know it's tough to find one there are ones that work a little better than others but I don't know. Sometimes they're in the wash or whatever. The one I'm wearing right now, I can't even see out of my left eye. It's just a foggy. Why? Mess. Why do they? Why do they? Why would they do that? That's so. Why wouldn't they make glasses that like prevent that? I don't think that would be that hard. And maybe I should get those little drops that you put in your goggles so they don't fog up underwater. <laughs> maybe that'll work on my those glasses. Drops? Oh yeah, if you're a scuba diver, you can get a little drops for your your uh, uh, goggles. How does that work? It's like a weird substance. You leave a little drop of it in the goggles, and it like prevents moisture from accumulating inside I'm, the. I'm I don't fascinated. know how. Fascinated. Yeah. I've never heard of that. That's so cool. I need to invest. Yeah. yeah. Or the other thing that I've seen is people can you, you can like just legitimately wear goggles. I know sports players. <laughs> yeah, that's right. I know sports players. You know, like you're pitching 110 miles an hour. You know, like you got your little nerd goggles on. Yeah, basketball players wear some of the nerdiest face stuff. I love it. It's yeah. great, yeah. Have you ever just been, like, watching LeBron James, like, go to dunk on somebody who's just, like, wearing little nerd goggles over his eyes? Well, who's that player who wore the, like, Phantom of the Opera mask for a while there? He, like, a, who is it? I don't know. Wait. I, somebody, like, had fractured or hurt them their face, and they had to wear, like, a face mask while playing basketball so they wouldn't get further injured. So do you have any specific pet peeves about the acting industry <laughs> I'll get I'll tell you a pet peeve about the acting industry is when uh, other people who I'm working with have not memorized their lines that bugs me so how does that really work like I obviously I've never I mean I've been on a set before I live in LA yeah <laughs> <laughs> but you like you have like you get you're given a line and then you memorize it and then mm -hmm. you go to the thing do they have scripts for people who don't like of course saying? yeah 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 you know you get the script usually you get it like the week before and you have the weekend to memorize it or whatever uh but then when you get to work every day there's a script in your trailer and by the time you get there and go through hair and makeup and do all that business you don't actually start working for at least two hours and that's another great chunk of time where you can memorize your lines but even still 
you know, people come in. And it's not the end of the world. It's like we always get it eventually. It just takes way longer when you don't know them. So, so yeah. it'll it'll be like they're in the middle line and then they just forget it. And yeah. they have to, oh, God. <laughs> you know, classic. <laughs> that sounds like, uh, I don't know if you've seen all those quote-unquote awkward middle school movies. <laughs> those, uh, those, some of those things just drive me mad. Because mm-hmm. I feel secondhand embarrassment, <laughs> not for the person in the actual movie. I know, obviously, you're an actor and it's all acting, but I feel secondhand embarrassment for whoever had to write that script and type in a uh, dash or dot, <laughs> dot, dot. <laughs> if you have to type that in to make money, I just feel terrible for you. Really? I mean... <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Um, do you have any other ones that are just like a super annoying, like acting related ones? Yeah. Uh, hmm. Okay, here's one. Uh, there's a traditional thing. I mean, when you take a lunch break on a day of work, it's either a half an hour or a full hour. If it's a half an hour, and sometimes when it's a full hour too, what they do is they put the actors at the front of the lunch line. So they eat first. And the reason they do that is because usually the actors will have to go back into hair and makeup during their lunch period, you know, 15 minutes early so that they're ready to go when lunch is over. So that's why they it's a it's a policy. They always put the actors at the front of the line because they have less time to eat, essentially. But I hate it because there's a huge line of people who are really hungry. They've been working way harder than me because I'm just sitting around talking and they're all like lifting heavy objects and everything. And then all of a sudden, somebody like ushers me right up to the front of the line, and I have to look at all these people who want to eat lunch, and I'm screwing it up for them. It's not even my choice, but I. So, in like one of those lines, like, like the first I envision is like a school cafeteria. Yeah. What is that? Is that what you would say? It's like is or is it more just like a, like how does catering work usually at like. Uh, great question. So it's like there's a truck, like a food truck, um, but there, there are food trucks that aren't necessarily ones you'll find on the street. They're just specifically catering trucks for movie sets. And they'll be there in the morning to serve breakfast, and they'll be there at lunch to serve lunch, but they'll never be there for dinner because usually you don't get to dinner. And if you do, then you just have to order pizza. So just imagine like a huge line of 100 people lining up in front of a food truck. And then sometimes they have tables where they like have additional places you can get food or whatever too. So – Obviously, that's sort of a plus for it you. It is, but, but it makes me it, feel guilty like yeah, crazy. Have you, ever try, have you ever purposely tried to not get taken up to the front? Oh, yeah. Just... And it makes the second AD who's bringing me there like mad because then he's not doing his job if I don't get in the front yeah. of the line. So, um, Have you gotten away with it? Yes. I One time or a handful of times I'll be like, look, I'm not working directly after lunch, so there's no hurry. Just let me go in the back. And yeah. they're like, Ugh, fine, just don't tell anyone. <laughs> I won't let you through the line. <laughs> yeah. if you so I have, I have a question. Mm-hmm. And I know recently you were talking about uh, with me uh, for one of your roles, you had to travel to, what was it, Pittsburgh or sure. Philadelphia? I don't know. It was Pittsburgh, yeah. What yeah. role was that? What role? Uh, it's a role. Oh my God, what's the guy's name? This happened in. Uh, I know you said it happened in like early of this year. It was like it was like this end of January of, of 2020, uh, and a lot has happened since then. And so <laughs> it was right before <laughs> yeah. it all started happening. Yeah, I went to. Uh, it's a. It's going to be this Jason Momoa movie called Sweet Girl about Ooh. him trying to save his 
daughter. There's no NDA there. <laughs> yeah. Um, so obviously you had to travel on plane or train or whatever. Yep. So this brings me into my next pet peeve, and that is, have you ever been, you know, traveling on plane or train? You know, you're the only one there, and you're sitting in the window or you're sitting in the aisle, and the person next to you falls asleep, and their head leans over onto your shoulder. <laughs> what are you supposed to do? Are you supposed to, like, move them off your shoulder? Or it's a good question. If, so, so let's just put you right into that position. Right? Yeah. You're on a you're on a train. Yeah. Or you're sitting in the podcast studio for pet peeves. Yeah. And someone falls asleep right next to you, and <laughs> um, they lean their head right onto your shoulder. What are you gonna do there? <sighs> That's a tough one. I mean, I guess there's a couple of factors. Uh, do they look like they're really, really tired and need the rest? <laughs> Personally, I just drop kick their child into oblivion. <laughs> Jeez. No, I mean, look, I think you're well within your right to be like, excuse me, uh, you're on me. Because that's a stranger. There's, they're not supposed to be able to be touching you. So that's okay. But it's a, it's a, it's a tough one because, like, you know, uh, what if it's like an exhausted old lady? It's like, I don't want to wake her up. My God, just let her go. <laughs> I have read a story on Twitter of a, a lady falling asleep on somebody's shoulder on a bus, mm-hmm. an old lady, and – she actually perished oh while gosh. on the sleeping on the guy's <laughs> oh, shoulder. No. Um, oh no! Oh god! That's a nightmare. So would you um, would you nudge them off at that point? Yeah, I mean, look, if <laughs> yeah, I think so. Here's, I just thought of something. If you're on the plane, you could be like, "I'm so sorry, I really have to go to the bathroom," and then you know, that's that way, smart. You, you that's smart. <laughs> He's a genius. That way, they're preventing you from doing something, and then you have to fix it. Right? Or the other thing that you could do is you could fall asleep. I, I'm using air quotes. I, I know you can't see because it it's a podcast. <laughs> but you could fall asleep onto their head, which then snaps them awake and snaps. Genius. Snaps. Yeah. I say snaps. Or, it's but... just, or, or they keep sleeping and it's just really weird. <laughs> yeah, then you're just cuddling. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that's a great way to end the show. Thank yes. you, Nelson. Thank you, Nelson, hey, so much. Thank you so much uh, for having me. This is a lot of fun. We won't see you again on another episode. but You'll never be back. Oh, ever. that's too bad. Ever. I'm available, but this I'll is, know that. This I'll is know. the last time we'll ever see you. Oh, jeez. Well, it was great. Goodbye forever. Goodbye, friends. <laughs> All right, thank you for listening. Uh, shout out to Nelson for agreeing to do this. Uh, Peeve. Who, 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 just but before we close this, who is actually Guy's brother? That's true. Yes. Yeah. I'm Guy's older brother of 21 years. Uh, I'm actually not paying him, so this is forced labor. Uh, I'll take peeve. what I can get during the pandemic. Peeve. Peeve.